Hello and welcome to another episode of the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Michael O'Reilly. This time we will be looking at the Victoria Cross awarded to William Bishop, or as he's more famously known, Billy Bishop. Billy Bishop was born February 8, 1894 in Owen Sound, Ontario, the third child of William A. Bishop and Margaret Louise Green. He was fascinated by airplanes in his youth, attempting to build a plane at the age of 15. In 1911, he enrolled in the Royal Military College of Canada, located in Kingston, Ontario. Three years into his higher education, World War I broke out, and he left the school to join the Canadian Army as a member of the Mississauga Horse Cavalry Regiment. He joined as an officer, but could not deploy to Europe with the rest of his regiment due to pneumonia. He would later join the 8th Canadian Mounted Rifles upon recovering. Bishop arrived in Europe June 23, 1915, after narrowly avoiding a U-boat attack that struck his convoy near the coast of Ireland. Soon after arriving, he determined that war on the ground was not for him, and he requested and was granted a transfer to the Royal Flying Corps in July 1915, initially gaining entry as an observer due to a lack of need at the time for pilots. In this task, he was an outstanding aerial photographer and wound up training his fellow observers. He would serve in this role until September of 1916, when he would return to England to finally receive training as a pilot. Two months later, in November, he graduated pilot training and was deployed to No. 37 Squadron, which was based in Essex, England, and was tasked with hunting German Zeppelins during the night raids on London. This involved flying over London at night, and Bishop again requested a transfer as he disliked flying at night. He received his transfer and arrived in France February 17, 1917, to join No. 60 Squadron near Arras. Eight days later, he claimed his first enemy shot down. By April, he was an ace, having downed five enemy planes. By the end of April, he had been promoted to captain and was awarded the Military Cross. In May, he would be awarded the Distinguished Service Order for shooting down two enemy aircraft in a dogfight where he was being attacked by four other enemy planes. This run of valor would peak in the events of June 2, 1917. That morning, he took to the skies alone to attack a German aerodrome. There is some controversy regarding these events because no Allied soldiers or pilots were around to verify Bishop's story, and the German records of the event were lost. This means Bishop's Victoria Cross was apparently awarded in violation of the warrant that demanded there be witnesses of an event. Having said that, based on his success up till then, and his remarkable continued success following the events I'm about to describe, if the King decided it happened and was worthy, I'm not going to argue. After taking off in his trusty Newport 17 fighter, Bishop headed behind enemy lines towards a German aerodrome. Finding it abandoned, he flew on towards a second one, which he found suited his needs. Seven enemy planes had their engine running, and Bishop attacked them at extremely low altitude. One managed to take off, but Bishop shot it down shortly after takeoff. And then a second plane took off, and Bishop fired on that one, forcing it to crash into a tree. Two more planes got into the air to engage him. One he fought at a thousand feet, firing the remaining rounds of his machine gun drum, and downing it. The other, he fired an entire other drum of ammunition at, but failed to down. At this point, Bishop turned his battered plane homeward, ending the engagement. From the citation. For most conspicuous bravery, determination, and skill. Captain Bishop, who had been sent out to work independently, flew first of all to an enemy aerodrome, finding no machine about. He flew on to another aerodrome about three miles southeast, which was at least 12 miles to the other side of the line. Seven machines, some of them their engines running, were on the ground. He attacked these from about 50 feet, and a mechanic who was starting one of the engines was seen to fall. One of the machines got off the ground, but at a height of 60 feet, Captain Bishop fired 15 rounds into it at very close range, and it crashed to the ground. A second machine got off the ground, into which he fired 30 rounds at 150 yards range, and it fell into a tree. Two more machines then rose from the aerodrome. One of these he engaged at a height of 1,000 feet, emptying the rest of his drum of ammunition. This machine crashed 300 yards from the aerodrome, after which Captain Bishop emptied a whole drum into the fourth hostile machine and then flew back to his station. Four hostile scouts were about a thousand feet above him for about a mile of his return journey, 
but they would not attack. His machine was very badly shot about by machine gun fire from the ground. London Gazette, 11 August 1917. After receiving his Victoria Cross, he married into the famous Eaton family when he married his fiancée, Margaret Eaton Burden. He was then promoted to major and given command of No. 85 Squadron and his pick of pilots to man it. In May 1918, Bishop and his squadron flew to their new home in France and began to take the fight to the Germans. By mid-June, the Canadian government felt he was too valuable an asset to leave exposed at the front and transferred him to Canadian Forces HQ in England. His orders were to help establish what would eventually become the Royal Canadian Air Force. Bishop would be recognized as the fighter pilot with the most confirmed kills in the UK or its empire, downing 72 enemy planes during the war. His kill record places him third place behind the German von Richthofen, the Red Baron, who downed 80 enemies, and Francis René Paul Fonck, who scored victories over 75 enemy pilots. His success in the war earned him fame and recognition, including being awarded Francis Croix de Guerre, and he would eventually be named a commander of the Order of the Bath. After the war, Bishop tried his hand at setting up and running his own airline, but this did not succeed. In 1921, he moved his family to Britain, but was forced to return to Canada after losing his fortune in the 1929 stock market crash. This did not hamper him for long, as he was offered a job as vice president of McCall Frontenac Oil Company. In 1938, Billy Bishop was named honorary air marshal of the Royal Canadian Air Force. His task was recruitment to bring the RCAF up to strength for a war that many could see coming. At this, he succeeded admirably. He also helped to set up and run the British Commonwealth Air Training Plan. This established Canada as the place where Allied pilots could learn to fly in safety, eventually leading to the training of some 167,000 airmen. In 1944, Bishop retired from his role in the RCAF due to poor health and returned to the private sector. He would retire completely in 1952. On September 11, 1956, Billy Bishop died in Palm Beach, California. He was buried in his birthplace of Owen Sound, Ontario. Toronto's Island Airport was renamed in 2009 to Billy Bishop Toronto City Airport. Owen Sound also has Billy Bishop Owen Sound Regional Airport in honor of their native son. A mountain on the BC-Alberta border was christened Mount Bishop. Billy Bishop's medals are owned by the Canadian War Museum. That will do it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it. I look forward to bringing you another episode soon.